intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecture. What up, architecting community? Today, we are going to focus on kicking the bad boy known as perfectionism to the curb. We don't need any more of the sabotage that this brings to our lives, our self-esteem, and hello, our careers. How do I know this? Well, I've been listening to the comments that all of you send me, as well as asking some questions about if you could change anything about your career and really get where you wanted to go, what would you do? If you could wave a magic wand and remove the biggest career block, what would it be? And I want you to listen to these answers. I don't know how to choose between too many different options. I'm afraid of public speaking. I feel overwhelmed. My obstacle is learning to trust and go with being brought to me and offered and not overthinking it or expecting a shoe to drop. I struggle with knowing I have the knowledge but not knowing effective ways to package it. I don't have time. Uh, You know how I feel about the busy excuse. I don't know how to find the mentors I need. I'm a procrastinator. I have too high of expectations with myself that I do not ever know that I can meet. I need more structure. I'd want to improve so many things, but maybe I need to be a better communicator. Now, those all seem on the surface like very different answers, right? But when you really look at the common denominator in all of those answers, and those are about 12 different people's input, what you hear is the same thing. I'm holding myself back because I'm not good enough. Some people just went right to perfectionism as their problem. But if you don't think you're a perfectionist, I want you to think about all the ways that you play small or don't even get in the game because you don't think you're ready. And what's that all about? Well, it doesn't mean that just because you want to do something, you're going to be good at it. But you're never going to be good at it if you don't do it, if you don't put yourself out there. Putting yourself out there is not the same as saying, dude, look at me, I'm an expert. It says, I'm curious learner and I'm interested in this. It says, I'm not afraid to ask for help because I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm a work in progress and I want to reach out to others. And I got to thinking about 
why do we do this? Why do we try to bury our flaws? Why do we play everything so close to the vest? Why are we so afraid of really being seen? Yep, it's our old friend perfectionism. Because in the world of perfectionism, well, you're never going to get there, right? There is no such thing as perfect. Even in lean design, they call it process improvement and continuous progress. They do not ever say you get there, only that you always work to improve to be better than you were the day before. And I think we like to put this holy grail out there because it's kind of like a safety blanket. If perfection is truly unattainable, but we decide we don't really have to get in the game for the things we want to do unless we're perfect, well, logically it follows that you're never going to get in the game. That's something known as fatalistic thinking. There's a lot of drama wrapped up in that kind of thinking. There's a lot of anxiety and overwhelm. If you took a fraction of the energy that you spend worrying and rehashing and running what-if scenarios and put that energy towards taking action, you wouldn't have to feel anxious or overwhelmed because you'd be getting it done. What can we do to stop putting so much in the too hard basket, to stop putting things off, to let go of our need to be perfect once and for all? A big insight that I've had just recently is that most of what we do involves a process. Like, for example, I'm working on doing exercises for a client meeting. And then we're going to have the meeting and we're going to do the exercises. And they're either going to be amazing and the client's going to be thrilled at all the insights that we surfaced. Or we're going to get intractable people who give us blank stares and look at their phone and complain later about why did you waste my time playing with post-it notes doesn't mean we failed. It means our process didn't work in that particular situation. And what we need to do is be curious and say, hmm, I wonder what went wrong. What is it about this particular group that it's not working? How can we pivot? How can we calibrate? How can we make it different so that it can be successful? More important, why are we doing this process and are there other ways to get that same kind of information that may work better? When you do that, you're understanding that the problem was with the process, not with you. Perfectionists, and my hand is raised, don't do that. We make it about us. We make it about our personal failings. And then we just want to run away like the world is going to end or we're going to lose our job because something bad happened. Instead of seeing that we just learned something valuable to make our process even better the next time we try this. Part of what makes us perfectionists is a good sign. It's a sign that we actually want more, that we're not happy just plodding away in our rut. 
wanting more and taking the action to getting more are two separate things. The big chasm in between them is perfectionism. It's what prevents you from building the bridge to get to the other side or taking the leap because you keep doubting yourself. You keep questioning yourself. If it makes you feel any better, I have gotten to a pretty good place in my career to a certain level of seniority and recognition. And I, too, deal with these same problems because it's that whole new level, new devil kind of thing. No matter what you do, no matter how far you get, there's always something else out there. And that something else is unknown and it's scary. And we don't know if we're going to be any good at it. I want to teach you how to turn worry into wonder and to feel more comfortable saying, I don't know. Wow, right? We're all supposed to be the experts or fake it till we make it. How could we possibly admit we don't know? We can ask good questions. Knowledge is knowing where to find it. We can provoke people to think differently. We can think of ourselves as facilitators of the adjacent possible. And can you feel that incredible relief? You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have all the answers. Phew, what a relief. You get to let that go? Isn't that great that you get to delegate things and let someone else put their spin on it and maybe have an insight that you didn't? Isn't it great that you get to celebrate that you just made a plan today rather than made a plan, implemented it, and got accolades? Part of the problem with perfectionism is we don't let ourselves savor the small wins. We only look at the outcomes and we hitch our outcomes to be comparable to that of the most successful people in the field. We never feel good about our accomplishments because whatever it was we did, it would never have been enough. So rather than saying, I did this and I learned this, we say, I did this, but it could have, it should have been more. This idea that creativity is painful is complete rubbish. True creativity is about joy and flow. It's not an excruciating perfectionistic process of self-scrutiny and outward criticism. We've just let it become that way. But the truth is you don't know what you're capable of until you do it. In order to get over that, what I want you to think about today is three things that you really want to be known for. Think about the goals you might have for the next five years. Where would you like to be in your career? Go back and look at things like emails or your calendar or even your text messages for some clues. Get your three things. And I want you to imagine that each of those is a bucket. Each bucket gets filled with a story about how you're getting there and what it's taking to achieve it and what processes you're putting in place. And when you do that, you can really start to think about everything as, why am I doing this? Why do I need this? 
how does this fit in one of my buckets? When you do that, you're kind of making it less about your ego, which is where the perfectionistic tendency lies, and instead making it about your mission. And this was advice that I gave recently to some people in Cincinnati who are thinking about applying for AIA fellowship this year. If you want a Lifetime Achievement Award, you gotta clap yourself up. But it doesn't feel comfortable to most people to talk about everything in terms of I or what I've accomplished or putting this spin on everything. Finally had to say, it's because you're making it about your ego, not your purpose. If you want to be made a fellow, you have to have a purpose and you have to have made a difference because of that. What's your purpose? That is what you really want to focus on and talk about. Everything you've ever achieved in your life has in some way been to accomplish this. And that's what your story buckets really are. Maybe you don't want to become a fellow at any point in your career. But if you imagine that you were collecting every day the things that would get you there, it would look a little bit like this because this is your story. These are the pieces and they're tied to a purpose, not tied to just accomplishing something so you can say, look how great I am. That would be really shallow and empty. It's because you feel like you're making a difference. And when you do that, there's no room for perfectionism. The world needs you. The things you're going to accomplish are too important not to put out there as soon as you possibly can. You can never let perfectionism be the enemy of the good, be the reason you hold yourself back, be the reason things you know that could make a difference and help people don't get out into the world. When you think about it that way, I think you can see the illusion that really exists in that need to be perfect and how much that holds you back and really keeps you from having the life you want for claiming that for yourself. If we can let go of perfectionism, we can start to discern the things we do that are urgent, that are critical to our life's mission and will make a difference for people. And if they could have happened yesterday, it would have been better. And the things that really don't matter. People who have perfectionistic tendencies, they're also people pleasers. And they're so concerned with making other people happy that they're not focusing on what they really need to be doing. They're focusing on these non-essential tasks because they think it will make somebody else happy that they did the thing. In doing that, they're deflecting and they're not putting their energy to the urgent essential things that are really gonna be what makes the difference in their career, what sets them apart, what changes the world through their work. And I don't want that for you. Once and for all, let go of this need to be perfect. Let go of this need to be in control of everything. Get your claws out of it. Stop running everything through the filter of your ego, including the people-pleasing part of it that needs that constant reassurance. And instead, focus on your mission. 
what you're doing here, why you're doing it, what your story is all about, and then go do it. As always, love to hear from you. If there's anything in here that you heard that made sense and related, please leave a review, leave a rating, drop me a message, Instagram or an email, or you can hop onto LinkedIn. Let me know if you are someone who wants to be a recovering perfectionist instead of an active one. You know, if you've tried any of these tips and if they're helping you at all to let go and just be. All right, let's hear a review. The Vertical Relationship Show says, nice tips. I enjoyed some helpful tips from Angela. Thanks so much. Looking forward to more. Blessings. Thank you, Vertical Relationship Show. I always appreciate it when other podcasters listen in, even if they're not in the field of architecture, and find value in what we're talking about here. So take care, everyone. We will see you next time. If you want to hear more from me, get special offers, and be the first one to find out about deals that I am putting together, be part of my exclusive community. You just need to go to architectingpodcast.com and you can either directly sign up for the mailing list or you can sign up for it just by downloading one of my three super valuable resources that will give you so much insight into yourself and how to better position yourself in your career. I can't wait to see you on my list and stay tuned Wednesday, hint, hint, I'm dropping some good deals and you will only get those codes if you are on the mailing list. So go do that now. See you next time.